happy to be here with you. Buenos dias. My um, husband, Jeff, and I have been uh, also helping with um, the small group leaders. Uh, some of you uh, and us have been able to meet in, uh, in Greece. Uh, some of you have not yet, but we will. Uh, so yes, we are helping coordinating the, the communication between the leaders, the small group leaders, and the church, and that has been wonderful. Um, little by little, you are getting to know us, and we are getting to know you. I was born in Mexico, if you were wondering about the source of my accent. That doesn't go away. It doesn't matter how long have I been here. Jeff and I met in Juarez, Mexico, 30-some years ago. We have been married for 27 and have a blended family of five children and six grandkids so far. Our lives have been blessed with many, many happy times and some challenging ones as well. We relocated 11 times during these 27 years. Um, and we are back in Minnesota for the third time around to be close to our kids and grandkids. We have been part of the vineyard movement for many, many years and serve in different capacities. I now spend a lot of time with my family. I enjoy walking, reading, and cooking, eating too. I worked corporate HR for many, many years, and I've always been a Spanish instructor. I really believe in the power of being bilingual. Let me give you an example about that. During my time learning English, I um, came across the words love and hate. In Spanish, both words have a very strong meaning. We don't use love and hate so easily. Uh, it has to be very powerful. In English, you can say that you love going to the movies and you hate bananas, for example. In Spanish, we don't love and hate things that easy. We have to really have an important feeling about the word that we are going to use or the person we are going to refer to to use this word. I love coffee. I love coffee. I think about coffee as soon as I wake up. I turn the coffee pot before I go to, to bed. I am a better person because coffee exists. It doesn't matter if it's minus 30, hopefully it will come, or 100 degrees. I like that. I'm from Mexico. My time is always coffee time. So if you want to invite me for a coffee, I'll show up. I like it plain, black, dark roast, robusto cup of heavenly liquid. Yeah. Yes, yes, isn't that wonderful? As you can see, my life has been busy with packing and unpacking 11 times. See? You can also call me, and I know how to do it very, very fast. I will try also settle quickly every time we move in a new place, only to be packing and moving once again. Trying to establish a routine, finding a vineyard church, helping around, making friends, and creating new memories for our kids and ourselves, only to be packing and moving once again. Believing that... Everything has been bad. It doesn't sound very 
appealing right now, but I have, or we have, um, seen most of the country on a salary. How fun is that? I remember the movers coming every other year around our house and literally dismantle our home in like 40 minutes. You're, if you didn't put it away, it's gone. 40 minutes, they pack everything. Our dog will start like getting really anxious because her bed wasn't around. But every time her bed came out of the box in the new house, she lay down, paused, took a nap, and settled down. Home is where your family is, and probably your bed, too. Remember that. There is a lot to learn after the boxes are unpacked, but that is another topic for another message, maybe. I always set a goal during this busy time, um, to pack and unpack. My goal was that I needed to stop. I needed to pause. First, I needed to work really, really hard setting up the kitchen, I love cooking, and the kitchen table. Cook a meal right away in my new house because I wanted my husband and my kids to feel comfortable, to pause to not be sad because they were missing their friends from the previous time. I wanted to get rest around the table with them and that we were able to spend time with one another, learning to live our new lives in our new place. And that was wonderful. So today I'm gonna talk about pause, about pausing. Pause to receive joy. There is great news, great news in the pauses. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you that we have an opportunity to come together in this place. Thank you that we made the decision this morning to pause our schedules. And the busy lives that we have before Christmas to come and learn more about you. I ask that you will speak to us through me this morning. Come, Holy Spirit. It's in your name we pray. Amen. We are a week away from Christmas. I hope you're ready. Maybe you need to finish buying your presents. Maybe you're going to start buying your presents after you leave church today. I don't know. But hopefully, many of us are already wrapping them in that process. Some of us are hosting uh, Christmas and have been planning and moving things around the time and around the table to make room for everybody, for relatives that will come. Maybe some of you are driving short or long distance. Some of you are flying. I don't know. Some of you are probably going to buy gift cards and then you're going to give them, and then you're going to forget that you have them for like two years. And after that, then you're going to take them out and pay for something like, oh, I have that. But um, Starbucks is always a good one because you just reload it in your phone. So FYI, you know. <clears throat> I don't know if you relate to one or many of these scenarios, 
But what I do know is that next week, we are getting ready to celebrate the most wonderful time of the year. Are you getting anxious just for me talking about this? Relax. It is going to be okay. Let's see what Psalm 4610 says. Be still and know that I am God. The um, message version of this says something very powerful as well. It says, step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God. When was the last time you paused? When was the last time that you allowed yourself to relax, to pause, to rest, to recharge? When was the last time that you paused to reflect? We don't have time to pause. We don't make time to pause. I was talking to my daughter during the week, and we were remembering the time when people used to say, I will do that in my spare time. We don't have a spare time anymore. We have a lot of technology around the house, yet we are not more efficient. We have dishwashers. We have vacuums and lawnmowers now that go around the backyards in the house. They look really cool when you live in a second floor and you're looking at neighbor's backyard getting, you know, the lawnmower right there. Yet we're not more efficient. We have no time. We have Siri. I'm not talking to you right now. That answers every question that you ask her if she wishes to do so. Not all the time, but many times she does. She doesn't even know how to pronounce my name. How sad is that? Um, anyway, we have Google. You can Google a recipe, and then the step-by-step -step video will show up. And as you're trying to figure it out, you can click a button and order the ingredients and click send. And then chung, 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 they will come to your door. Do you see how chung, 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 they will come? Just like that, the ingredients. And they will come to your door while you are reading the recipe. This even better. I have seen my daughters going with the app and say, what are you ordering for dinner? And then they put their order and click and then boom, shows up whatever they ordered for that day. They don't even cook anymore. Don't listen online. Sorry. Um, ready in no time. This is how our life is. We have no spare time. You still have no time to meet someone for coffee and relax and recharge and laugh. We are just busy all the time. We only use text. We don't make a phone call anymore. You, we use WhatsApp if you are not born in the States. Because phone, a phone call makes it has a little harder, takes a little more time. We make ourselves so busy that we have no time to pause. But today, in the middle of the Christmas chaos, when everyone is outside, getting busier by the minute, you showed up. You decided to come here today to pause. Yes, to pause. That is okay. We're going to um, step out of the traffic. And we're going to pause to receive joy. Because there is good news in the pauses. 
Actually, we're going to pause right now. We're going to practice a spiritual discipline that is called breathing prayer. And we are going to inhale. And we are going to exhale. And when we inhale, we are going to see this. Be still and know. Exhale. That he is God. Let's do it one more time. Inhale. Be still and know. That he is God. When I was growing up, my sister Roxana, I'm one of seven, nine children, I'm number seven. I don't even remember how many. Um, I'm one of, I'm number seven, the number six, and I were always together, always. And we love to sing, and we love um, to take a LP record. They're, they're famous again, they're getting very famous now. They're very expensive though. This one smells like my grandmother. But uh, these were the times where the lyrics were not printed in anywhere. So we will take the LP record, put it on the record player, and play and pause, and play and pause. And the other one is like, what, what did you say? Let's say this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it took us forever to get the lyrics for one song and more 11 songs. Can you see the satisfaction we had when we were able to sing a song with the lyrics that took us forever to obtain? There are good news in the pauses. There is a melody that comes. The scripture said, sing a new song to the Lord. There is a song when we pause. Do you remember the last time you were thankful to pause? Maybe you were in a gathering and before you went home, every, oh, someone said, let's take a picture. And you were really with the, already, you know, everything that we need to put. Not right now. But anyway, maybe it's coming. Do you remember the time that they asked you and you were kind of bothered by it? Only to realize a month later that that was the last picture from a relative that went to heaven. Weren't you glad you paused? How about the opposite? When was the last time that you didn't pause and something really bad happened? Maybe you didn't completely stop at the stop sign only to see the police car next to your car and a ticket came. How about not pausing when you spoke, when you sent an email or a text, and now you haven't spoken to that person for over 10 years? See, there are good news in the pauses. 10 months of the year, we are busy living our lives. January, February, and March are busy with winter sports, playing them and watching them on Monday night, Thursday night, Saturday if you like college football, and all day Sunday after church. <sighs> Finally, the snow melts, if it comes this year. And in April, 
We are planting flowers. Well, you are planting flowers because yo no hablo flowers. I grew up in the desert. Flowers and I don't go together. But you are. You are planting. I see all of you in my neighborhood planting those flowers. I don't even know their names. They look really pretty. Then you take off Friday, pack your car on Thursday to go to the lake house from Friday to Sunday, and you come back exhausted because the traffic was awful on the way back. 94 or whatever you take. Um, and then, all of a sudden, the kids go back to school in September, and then, boom, Thanksgiving is here, and you need to pause. What am I thankful for? What am I thankful for? <laughs> Breathe. You remember what you're thankful for, that you made it to Thanksgiving? Yes. But that only lasted for one weekend. Where are the boxes? Again, otra vez. I was just thinking in Spanish, man. Um, anyway, getting excited. The Christmas decorations are out. You are setting up for Christmas, and you start getting busy by the minute. You're kind of getting into the Christmas spirit. Okay, what, where have I seen God this year? Christmas is coming, baby Jesus, all these things, Christmas carolings and all these things that are happening. How many pounds am I going to lose here next year? And all these things are coming in mind. But you're so busy. Be still and know. that he is God. We are a week before Christmas. We are going to get around the table with people that you like and love, but also with people that you like or you love, but you don't like that much right now. In the Bible, the table has always been a place of the presence where God is present with his people and his people are present with one another. It is also a place of the peace where there is harmony and there is love, goodwill, and reconciliation between those who gather around it. And we, if we don't pause, we are going to miss the joy of the Christmas celebration. And you're going to become the Grinch. Yep. And everything, you're going to think that everything is bad news. Pause. Think about the people that you are going to encounter next weekend. Be open to have more patience with your children. They cannot act like adults. They are just kids. Be patient. Pause. Don't get mad. There are good news in the pauses. As I was looking for examples to give you about pauses in the Bible, I came upon a word. A word in the scripture that is found 74 times. And in 71 of those are in the book of Psalms. You probably haven't noticed it before. That word is sila or sela. Means pause. Pause in the text. Psalm 46 that I just read a minute ago have that word sila, sila. I'm not here to emphasize the pronunciation of the Hebrew word or English 
in any way. What I'm here about to say is that we need to pause. We need to also emphasize and think and look for a word that is available to us that we do not see and notice before either, or many times. And that word is the Sabbath, the day of rest. Pause. It's a commandment that we don't often follow. We for sure don't spend our lives killing and stealing. I sure hope so. But we do not pause. We do not breathe. Be still and know that he is God. I remember Jeff, my husband, teaching about the Sabbath and reading Genesis 2, 1, 2. It says this. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God has finished his work of creation. So he rested. And then he said this. God rested not because he was tired. He rested to give us an example of how to live our lives. I thought, well, that was pretty cool. But wait, after he said this. So if the Bible was only two pages long, if this is all the scripture that you have to live your life, the Lord had already commanded you to rest. Why we don't do it? Then I thought, whoa, that was pretty cool. I'm married to that man. Thank you very much. <laughs> Be still and know. Step out of the traffic. Pause to receive joy. There is good news in the pauses. You're getting ready to sit around the table with lots of people. And in order for us to receive joy, we need to consider others. And in order for us to do that, we need to consider Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, says Hebrews 12, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. Joy to go to the cross? Was he happy to go to the cross? Friends, joy doesn't mean happiness. The two words are very different. Happiness is external and in the moment. Joy is internal and is eternal. Jesus didn't come here to put a smile on your face. He came to give you joy, eternal life. So when you sit around the table next week and things are not going the way you like, consider it. An opportunity for joy, says James 1-2. When troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing.
We need to be ready to share Jesus with the people around us. Consider it pure joy. And how are you going to do that? Scripture tells us that we are the salt of the earth. Actually, it tells us that we are many things. A child of God, the light of the earth, a witness, not a judge. Matthew 5.13 says this. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be salty again? Salt brings flavors to the dishes. I cook all the time. Have you ever tasted food with not enough salt? Yep. Bland, boring, and tasteless. The same goes the other way. The food is so salty that it's disgusting, unhealthy, unable to eat. Salt brings the dish together. It balances. Be the balance around the table. Be the salt that you put around on top of the dish before it goes to the table. Can you see it right there? This flor, flor de sal se llama en español. Be the balance. There is a recipe. If you think that the Bible is not a recipe book, think again. I am bringing you good news of great joy. Paul gives us a recipe that I call the recipe for joy. Colossians 4 says this. Ingredient number one. Devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. And what is the mystery of Christ? The good news. And what is the, God, the good news? That Jesus paused. For 33 years, he paused to come to earth and learn and be and learn and teach how to be around him, to learn from him. He paused to connect to you and I and relate to you and I. God started his redemption plan on Christmas Day. That is the mystery of the gospel. There is good news in the pauses. Ingredient number two, right there, next verse. Be wise. First, pray. Number two, be wise. In the way you act towards outsiders, make the most out of every opportunity around the table. Know your audience. Pray for the people you are going to encounter around the table. Stop. Be still and know that he is God. Man, they're getting annoying around the table. Be still and know that he is God. Pause. Be wise. Ingredient number three, my favorite. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt. So that you may know how to answer everyone. Grace, give people grace. Grace is always undeserved. Don't argue. Don't ruin Christmas to be right. Pause. There is good news. 
in the pauses. Joy will come after you pause. Harmony will come after you pause. Trust me. Let's, uh, I'm going to show you a video. We're going to uh, uh, lower the lights and let's see how the joy comes to Christmas. My mama told me something when I was growing up that has forever changed my life. She played the piano at our little church at 3rd and Pine Street for 37 years. She tried to teach me to play the piano, <laughs> but I wasn't very good. She would teach me the names of the notes, what a major key is, what a minor key is. She tried to teach me musical theory, but I was just bored. Then, one day, she told me that the best news in the world is found by playing a simple scale on the piano. I had no idea what she meant, so she told me to play an eight-note scale. So I did. I said, how is that good news? And she said I played it incorrectly and that I needed to play it the other way. So I did. Again, I said, how is that good news? And she said, I played it the right way, but I needed to add the pauses. The pauses? She said, the pauses. Add them on the first, second, fourth, sixth, seventh, and last note. Now, I was frustrated and said, how can eight notes with random pauses be the best news in the world? Then I got up, walked away, and went outside. Frankly, I didn't care what she was talking about. I didn't like playing the piano anyway. Well, years later, my mama got sick and passed away. As I was thinking about her, I remembered what she told me about the piano. Not only that, I still remember the notes she told me to pause. The first, second, fourth, sixth, seventh, and last note. So I sat down at her piano and played the scale with the pauses. And that's when I realized the good news she was talking about. Amen. Joy to the world. There, are, there is good news in the bosses. I'm going to ask the worship team to come. And as they do, I want you to be still and know that he is God. Let's breathe together. Be still and know that he is God. Be still and know. Step out of the traffic. Be ready to offer grace. To receive grace. Sometimes we feel like we don't deserve it. It's okay. 
Grace is always underserved. As the worship team plays, as we reflect on what we learned today, I hope something. I, as we, we think, uh, as we think of the video and how the pauses are what gave this simple notes a meaning that 2,000 years later we still say joy to the world. We're probably thinking of our life that is just so busy and you need to add the pauses so the music and the harmony will flow and it will come to you. Be still your soul and know that the God of the universe created you and knows you by name. Maybe you need to reconnect to someone that you hurt. Be still and know. A phone call away, not a text, not a WhatsApp. Maybe a coffee. And as the prayer ministry comes and as we sing a song and reflect and ministry time happens I want you to think that the harmony of the song that you're going to sing to the Lord is available to you as you pause so prayer team why don't you come please maybe there is someone here that needs to start cooking the recipe of joy so there are three ingredients. That recipe has three ingredients. Pray. Not just a simple prayer. Constantly. When they are in traffic, when it's busy, when the Costco line is so long, when everything is in chaos, pray. When you're about to lose it, pray. When there is someone sick, pray. Be still and know. Ingredient number two, be wise. Sometimes silence is better than talking. Many times I have to remember that. I, I pray for two things every day. Lord, please let me not say or eat anything that I'm not supposed to say or eat. I struggle with those. So you recognize your struggles. very quick to anger and I'm very quick to eat <laughs> pause digestion is starting in your mouth ingredient number three add salt to taste just imagine the dish going to a fancy restaurant with this grainy salt that put on top of something really yummy let's pray Lord thank you that your word is alive and it's active. Thank you that we are here to receive your peace, your pause. Thank you because you pause. I ask that you will speak to us as we worship together the rest of the morning.